Do it for the check. Don't let the beehive get me. <laughs> Swing on. <laughs> What's good, folks? Thank you for tuning in. I am your host, Tony Bell, and join with my co-host, Mr. Tajay Haywood. And you All are right, listening so, oh. to the Yo! <laughs> get the show going. And you are listening to How Was It, a podcast where we give it to you straight up, no sugar coating or anything like that with some flavor. We are back with another episode. This is episode 52. And it's a double doozy. It is. 52-zy. 52-zy. Yeah. We got a double feature for you this week. We will be talking two films that are in theater. I know people don't go to the movies no more. No, but but the, but the double feature thought made me think of those drive the drive-ins the drive-ins. where they play the two, and I still have not been to one. Nice, they're nice. Yeah, you I, went to the double feature one. Yeah, uh, I went two thousand and eleven. Oh, yesteryear. Yeah, <laughs> it was right after the uh, Eminem and Jay Z concert at Comerica Park. I went to the one in. Um, Dearborn. Galveston? No, Dearborn. Oh. It was, I'm trying to think of the movie. It was, oh, it was uh, the movie Vampire Sucks was the first movie. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, the other one was um, Machete. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. It, it's an experience. It's yeah, right. no, that's why I say I definitely still want to go now. The, um, the audio sound like this coming out of tin cans. So oh, that's weird. Yeah, it's, I mean, but it, 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 I don't know. It's an experience. Yeah. So check out the drive-ins. They're going down, mm-hmm. listeners. All right. <laughs> All right. So, again, we are back with a double feature. This week, we will be talking Insidious, The Red Door, as well as Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning, Part 1. All right. Oh, you forgot. This is Insidious, The Red Door, Part 1. Now, I think this is Insidious, The End. Well... <laughs> Sayonara. <laughs> That's what I meant to say. The infamy was Insidious 2. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Two and yeah. done. I kept it going. <laughs> I'm still I'm in it, and now I'm out. Dedicated. Now we all out. Dedicated. Thanks, Patty. Patty, yeah. Patty Dub, I told you. That's what we... Patty Dub. We've been talking about the actor strike. And if you don't know Patty Dub by, you know, Patty Dub, Patrick Wilson. Yeah. I mean, people in the industry like us, we know. And if you don't know Patrick Wilson, when you see him, you're like, oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah, you will, yeah. <laughs> I've seen him and stuff. And um, so, yeah, <laughs> should we just get into it? Yeah, we can. Or do we got any more new news? Any, any more old business? Any old business? Uh, let me think. I mean, the writers are on strike. And yeah, as well oh, as the actors. actors on strike. So Hollywood is shut down. Pretty much. So we'll see how that goes. So you better enjoy still, these movies in theater we, while you can because... We, um, you know, we support them yes. in their in their in their fight. Absolutely, but we like money, so you know, we ready to work. <laughs> no, <I'm just> like, <laughs> Hollywood. I got some ideas for you. Call us up. You know, need somebody in a movie? I'm not. A, I'm not a part of the writers' uh, guild, so yeah, I will do know, it under the table. They, and they and they fighting for better healthcare caps and such. You know, so that that's a fight for them. My fight is just fight. give me a check. Yeah, right. <laughs> I I just need a, a foot in the door and a check. Yeah. You know, I'll work the other stuff out later. 
But yeah, so yeah, that is crazy though. The directors, they uh, had their negotiations and they didn't go on strike though. Of course. Yeah. So that's funny. That's, and then uh, one thing I, get, I think is kind of funny to me whenever I like think about it is that Fran Drescher is the president. Wait, what? SAG. Yeah. Fran, you're talking about the nanny. Yes. She's the president of the Screen, the Screen Actors Guild. Okay. Yes. So it's just like, so she was the one like talking like to the press about the negotiations, breaking down <laughs> and like how, you know, um, the money is not being spread, allocated equally and stuff it's like not, that. It's not though, it ain't. No, yeah. But I mean, it was just Fran Drescher. <laughs> you know, she doing stuff. <laughs> she ain't done. She said back in the day when, uh, did, did that's funny, did, then we can get into the new business. But she, in the article, it was like, um, back when I was on The Nanny, you know, it was a gravy train and we were all aboard. And now, you know, things have changed. And that's what they're, that's what they're fighting for to kind of change the structure since so much has changed. The streaming. Yeah. They last did negotiation. Yeah. But, you know, good luck. We, yes. We sit with you. And yes. stand if we were in Hollywood. In solidarity. I'll be there. Striking. Not even in it. Now, they probably wouldn't even allow me on the line. Would they? <laughs> they, they would. They would. Okay. They would let you. Hey, can I get in after this? Right. I put in work on the front mm-hmm. line. No, I had a podcast. I was like, I take notes. I write for this. Yes. Now it's not with us. I'm an ally. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget me. We stand with you. Now right. I can go to the uh, not the, not the cookout. Uh, I'm trying to go to Cannes. I can. Yeah, That's where we trying can go to go. Cannes. Right. That's where we need to be. Yeah. Yeah. I'm an ally. Yes, bring me to the uh, get to Kiki the Palmer that standing ovation she needs for her film that's coming. What oh, we oh last week. Um, the film last week we talked about what yeah. was it? Uh, Let it burn. Let it burn. Oh yeah. Confessions. <laughs> <laughs> Let it burn. Something else. Oh, you got you it got bad. it bad. Let it burn. Okay, okay. The, All right. the movies of the day. <laughs> um. So, according to the coin flip before the show, I won. And I picked you to go first. Oh, man. I was going to let you go first. Oh, see? In this imaginary coin flip that you just did. Well, I remember it. Like it was yesterday. I mean, I checked the Rotten Tomato scores of both of these movies. You want to end on a, on a high note or you want to end on a low note? It don't matter. We can end on any note. We can. The, yeah, the Rotten Tomatoes for Insidious are not um, nothing to write home to your mama about. <laughs> You know, waste her. Well, time. ain't nobody doing no writing. <laughs> <laughs> they bet not. <laughs> they on strike. No, they in the sag. All right. I guess that the WGA. No, I kind of want. All right, I'm a since I did win a point flip, I'm a pick and I'm gonna go first. Go ahead. Uh, take backs. Um. So kick this off. Kick it off right. We got the directorial debut for Patty Dove, aka Patrick Wilson. What is he directed? You said, what is he directing? Yes. Insidious, director. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> no, normally we do the directors. Oh, wait, what we do? No, normally, you know, we do the director and with the, the directors. Oh. Oh, well, oh, because he ain't doing That's why I like, so I ain't, I ain't dropped the ball on that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, shit, I didn't even think of that. So, yeah, directorial debut. Um, He also stars as the dad, Josh Lambert. Um, you may know him from a film called Hard Candy, where he's a child abuser and Elliot Page brings him to justice. He was in that movie? Yeah, he was the... He dude. was the... Oh, okay. Um, huh. 
uh, Watchmen. Now that's one of the, the best trailers I've seen to date. Mm. Love that trailer. One of the best director's cuts I've seen to date. And the other more successful horror franchise, The Conjuring and The Conjuring Universe that they created. See, and maybe they need to get a universe going for this in city. No, they don't. You know, if they would have did that after that second one, they probably could have kept some asses in seats. What, you going to get an origin story for the, uh, the dancing boy with the record? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we need to see why he loves that song. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> for him and then the mama and why she was abusing him and all that. You know, why did she want her son to be a girl? You know, there's some stories in there. No, thanks. Um, then we, we also have the top build for this, uh, Ty Simpkins as Dalton Lambert, um, now college student, son to Josh, uh, from such hits as Jurassic World, Iron Man 3, and War of the Worlds as a three-year-old boy. So you could remember him from that. <laughs> he wasn't in nothing else. Take a look. Uh, some other things, um, what were they? What were they? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, Avengers Endgame. He wasn't Endgame. He stood at that funeral. He coming up in the world though. Um, he, he did have time. a he did have a good amount of stuff on there. Though, yeah, but not a lot of stuff. I was, like the nice guys he was in. Yeah, but I didn't remember that. I remember that. Movie, so, but that's also Shane Black who also did Iron Man Three. Oh, so that's mm-hmm. a friend. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's a friend. If you ever seen Disclosure, um, we have Rose Byrne. That's how we like to say it on this show. But Rose, if it's incorrect, write us at the email, podcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Um, she plays Renee Lambert, the mother. Um, you have to know her from Bridesmaids. Absolutely. If you've seen this face. Uh, you might also know her from Neighbors. She was in Neighbors. Mm-hmm. And then a show on Apple TV. We love to plug Apple TV just because... I'm a fan of shows. Remember, they got good shows. You go back yeah. to the old episodes. You remember, I'm, like, I'm ah. always telling. I'm like, yeah. all my shows. All right, from there, and they because they know what yeah. they're doing. In the they, beginning, I was like, man, Apple TV, whatever. But then mm-hmm. T-Mobile gave it to me for free. Now it's a different story. Yeah, but well, <laughs> they is a good. They got some quality stuff. Ain't nothing like free. It ain't. Uh, but Platonic is the name of the yes. show. <laughs> which is with Seth Rogen. Yes, it is. Look at that. Yeah. Now that's a friend. Yeah. I love that show. Another disclosure reference. I finished the season uh, the other day. It's over? Yeah. I watched the entire season. I didn't miss it. Somehow I deleted it. I didn't miss a week. From my Apple TV. Oh, for real? Yeah. It's it's pretty good. I thought it was over. Canceled. But no, I'm joking. That show is good. I'm not up to date on it, though. Um, We have Sinclair Daniel, breakout star. Um, She didn't steal the show, but she was definitely a part of it. Love that. Um, as Chris Winslow, um, she's a new college friend and roommate to Dalton, and she's a sister. So, you know, can't beat that. Did she steal the show? Question. Before I know we ain't even into it yet, but did she steal the show? You said she didn't steal the show, but did she show up like the sister did she in showed the, up. Indiana yeah. Jones? And I, and I, meant to, I meant to say she didn't have a, this wasn't like a breakout role. Okay. But it definitely, like, the part she had, she did what she needed to do. Okay. And you said from the, oh, the sister in Indiana Jones. Right. Yeah. yeah, 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 like that. Like, she in there, and she doing what she can do. Okay. For what she got to do. All right. Um, and I, I enjoyed it, so I would love to see more of her. Um, and that's the that's the starring cast. There's, you know, the brother, 
the other brother Foster comes. He has he says a few things, but he's not really involved in the story. The sister, you wouldn't even know that she was a part of the family. Patrick Wilson's mom, who was a big part of the first and the second one, she is um, having a funeral at the beginning. Spoiler alert, I guess I should have said that. But so she's not involved in the film either. Will she be missed? I didn't miss her. <laughs> I was actually a little confused because they show a picture of her. And then I was like, who is that lady? And then it was, they were like, oh, yeah. She had a rough go of it being a single mom. I was like, who? Who was a single mom? Now, oh, his mom. Um, so that's the that's the cast and the director. All right. Well, nothing else to say. Let's move on to the Rotten Tomatoes score. Insidious: The Red Door has a thirty-eight percent. Oh, thirty-eight! It went up from just when I looked at it. It was at thirty. <laughs> like well, I was saying, what is that? An hour? Okay. <laughs> Maybe or so. Thirty-eight <laughs> percent. Oh. oh no! It definitely went up because now I say thirty-nine. Oh. Okay. 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 We got some okay. traction. All right. We got some traction behind the red door. And what's crazy? Okay, that's that's wild. That is. Like I literally just looked at this. That's what I told you. It was at thirty. That's like what I was maybe like. ten minutes ago. Yeah, I'm telling you. Okay. Some people. What is today? Today Thursday is night? Thursday. Oh, that yeah. people probably checking it out tonight. Maybe. All right. They was busy. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were like, "Well, I guess I got time now <laughs> to see this." They wouldn't break no appointments to see it. Mm-mm. All right, so currently has a thirty-nine live on the air. That's crazy, right? Hey, this thing is moving up. Yeah. We're gonna keep you up to date as the episode continues. <laughs> Breaking news. It has a thirty-nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes, with a critics' consensus that says earlier installments have had their moment, but behind Insidious: The Red Door lies the disappointing. Denouement of a once frightening franchise. I, I see, I see where they came from with that because, um, like, a part I was gonna kind of get into is like they kind of more focus on like a family, not dynamic, but the father son deal in okay. it, which I which I appreciate because it's giving you a little more, a little more depth to the horror movie because you know the first one is just like, oh these people here and they haunted, you know, but it's a whole family, you no. Know? They're not haunted. No. No, yeah, they was. The house. I mean, the boy. Is. Yeah, they oh, were yeah, haunted. They were. <laughs> I knew you said they. Okay, I thought you meant. Yeah, okay. I yeah, yeah. So, yeah, and I didn't even mention that, but that's what drew That's what drew me in to the day. It's not the house that's haunted. It's your son. And you know, how the hell your son is haunted? And that's what we want to figure out. And we get kind of to the bottom of that here in the red door. Um, I do like I just noticed when you read it out loud, but but behind Insidious the Red Door. That's yeah, they, um, they, be, they be right. But then all right, now you keep going, because what they did for the audience when I'm upset. <laughs> all right. Oh, and I guess we didn't say like I checked out Mission Impossible oh, yeah. and you checked out Insidious. Yeah. So neither one of us have seen the, the other movie that you know each other is talking about. Yeah. All right. So this has a 70% audience score. Not bad. Because oh, yeah. a bunch of the other ones got rotten uh, audience scores. Because they rot. <laughs> that's why I said this one got some stuff to it. So, but, but I guess as a you know horror mystery, maybe you should have put like horror drama in there or something. That says mystery thriller. Yeah, but maybe they you know rating it on the on that and like yeah, well not good for horror. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The audience says. In Cedis, the Red Door gives fans of the franchise an ending they should mostly appreciate. <laughs> I can't even. 
How are you gonna put that kind of language in well, there? Well, I don't think they saying they should appreciate because it it's over. Because it got a seventy. So maybe they will appreciate it is the end, but they will appreciate that it ended on a higher note for the fans. Yeah. But they should also appreciate that it's over. Yeah. So and then I feel like they also saying they should mostly appreciate like like they I just thought of this. They should mostly appreciate like they should mostly appreciate the movie. Like even if you don't really thoroughly enjoy it, we should appreciate what they did. Hey, it could be worse. It. Right. That's, that's what, what they said. <laughs> that's why I'm thinking like, all right now. I get it. It could have been. <laughs> But um, my rating on it is three stars. Okay. So I'm right in there with that audience. And I I guess I don't like they telling me I should. That's the <laughs> other part. They're like, you don't tell me what to like. This I'm is what you got. It. You better like it. Yeah, right. No, like, I'm going to like it if I do. And I did. So, but, um, so yeah, I guess my, um, First off, I got a question for you mm-hmm. as far as the franchise. So you said you were, you was checked out after the second one? After the second one. Yeah. Did I did. you enjoy the first one? Though? Oh, yeah, absolutely. The first one was great. And, like, the I've, I've seen one and two. And I barely remember two, but I definitely remember one. Like, that was impactful. Mm-hmm. And I even like how even they, you know, they went back to the old horror thing. Like, you know, the start kind of a cold open. And then the insidious thing come up with mm-hmm. the loud, that, you know, almost like drag me to hell. Yeah, take and, me back. Uh, Evil Dead. Yeah, and I and that, that's one thing I honestly like. Cause I'm like, ooh, that's yeah. scary. And it's a testament to the film because it's a PG-13 movie, mm-hmm. and like it is, it is scary. The first one, I yeah. can say, like it ain't, it ain't like a lot of jump scares. It's like creepy. It's, yeah. it's unsettling. Yeah, it was. Cause I yeah I rewatched one, two, and three recently. And that's like saying something. I mean, we were talking about off the air, but like as kids, you know, we've been seeing horror forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, told, I told you, I found, I came to the realization. My grandma, rest in peace, was a horror hound. She loved the stuff. <laughs> but you know, so like I hadn't seen it all. But this, yeah, Insidious is. Like I was like, I'm gonna rewatch this. And I was like, mm, I'm gonna rewatch it. Yeah, and that's the thing. And I, and I and tell like people, yeah, and I, I can watch The Exorcist. You know what I'm saying? I can watch The Exorcist. Like that don't really scare me. Like you know, the new elevated horror, hereditary stuff like that. Like that's yeah, that's the conjuring. Scary. I, you know, I like it for the the thinking you got to do with those. Yeah, but so this for not so I don't know. It's just something about scaring you. It's something about Insidious that is unsettling. I don't know. I can't explain it. But I think it is it's how it's they good. set up, how they, you know, they, how they set up the mood of it. Like, I guess because you go in their mind, pretty and much. Not another, even in their mind, but another like, part, even in that first one, like a lot of the times, there's no color. Yeah. So like, you know, I feel like they kind of get you into that mode of like, oh, something is, something ain't right. You know, you just know something is not right. But um, yeah, this one, I would say, it had some of those, some of that eeriness from the second one. I mean, okay. sorry, the first one. Um, it definitely had some uh, jump scares that was like legit. The theater, I had a buzzing theater. Just a little about the theater experience. Um, <laughs> the theater was buzzing. There was a lot going on. It was like a group of probably about five people in the wrong seats. So the, the I don't even know. They don't even got ushers. What a worker. Yeah, they ushers. They is ushers too. I don't know why they check the quality of them theaters during the movies no more. Like, yeah, they come stand at the door sometimes. You remember? No, I I told you when we went to go see, what did we go see in IMAX? Uh, Indiana Jones. 
the, like I had my ticket, you know, on my phone, you know, I do the app. And like I walked into the IMAX, you know, it's a whole separate thing for the IMAX. Yeah. And then like the dude stopped me. He was like, hey, you got the ticket? I'm like, the fuck? No, and that's crazy because they never do that. Yes. Ever. They never be checking people. Like, and I walked in to see this movie. I just walked right in and I yeah. was late. And I was like, oh, I'm going to just sit in this seat and just sat in a random seat. <laughs> but then I saw people were still coming. Like, how are these people later than me? And just like, <laughs> I just went to my real seat. The last thing I need to be embarrassed at the movies. <laughs> right. <laughs> but that's, yeah, I don't know. Like, the dude stopped me and was like, hey. Getting, you're like, you got your ticket? I'm like, yeah, let me, let me open the fucking app up. Now. Oh, and I remember you told me that because I remember yeah. that dude standing at the door. Yeah. And he just was looking. I was walking by. Me, like, I just walked by. Like, all right, fuck out of my way. Like, I'm in the door. Up. I'm about yeah, to hit the corner. Hanging on the wall. He was like, kind of. He was like by where they put the IMAX uh, 3D oh, glasses. Little, yeah. You know, like, and it's a door right there. And yeah. like, but I'm walking into the theater, like, gonna hit left or right. And then he's like, hey, I'm like, what's up? You know, hey, you got your ticket? Like, yeah. Here, here. Let me yeah. reload the app and show you. Okay, thanks. Like, because if they were going to do that, then that's what they need to be doing. At back the, the, the thing. Yeah, exactly. yeah, not when I'm like, all right, I'm getting to my movie. Right. Like, no, step back, sir. Let me see your receipt. I'm already running late because I had to did you, did buy you purchase a drink? that popcorn? You know. Anyway. You got any extra items? But yeah, um, back to your movie experience. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and the other the other thing, we had some talkers in my theater. And, you know, I don't mind a little inner movie whispering about whatever. You know, I get it. Yeah. But it was somebody that was just talking, just in a normal voice, talking about the chicken tenders they got and had to turn the light on. Wait, what? Yeah, there was like, uh, and then... <laughs> No lie. So the dude, you know how they come up with the food and they walk to find whoever they get yeah. the food to. And the dude was like stopping those people with the food. Like, is that mine? Is that chicken tenders? Oh, God. And then they was like, so they stopping in front of people looking at the receipts and saying, oh, no, it's for this seat. And like going by. But they know that when they walk in there. They, they know who they're going to go to. And they walk in out the theater and he stopped them again. Like, yeah, you know when they're going to be ready? And I'm like, go get them. <laughs> go get them. Just go get them. <laughs> and that's what I'm like. I, that that was the point where I'm like, I really can't hear the movie. <laughs> I'm trying to listen. <laughs> um, but to speak to the scariness, the girl sitting beside me, she hey, is said, it my chicken tenders? <laughs> she said, well, yeah, the girl sitting next to him. She was like, this shit too scary. She like she was sitting there with a blanket on, and she ended up getting up and <laughs> she left kids. the theater. No, she was short, but I don't think they were kids. Well, she was doing a lot of cussing. I did, so I can't tell you. I don't know you how know, old she was. Kids, when they get away from the house, and they, they mm-hmm. look cussing up a storm. But the other two people look like adults. Yeah. I mean, I don't know the age, but she was cussing up a storm. She, I told you, she said this shit too scary. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's that's part of the chords in a horror movie. Yeah. I guess I don't. I don't know. I feel some people because in Evil Dead Rise, people was like, it was a some person. people is easily scared. Are easily scared, but other people try to cut the tension. By making oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. See, I've never been that person in the movies. That ain't the place to be doing. Nah. But that episode of Seinfeld, I always think of when George was playing with a laser pointer in the movies and like the crowd was laughing. So he kept trying to get back into the movie theater to do it again <laughs> to get a good reaction. Or, or no, that's not what it was. He had a line like, it was like about the Hindenburg, so it exploded. And he's like, and then he shout out in the movie, that's got to hurt. And then the crowd start cracking up. So he's trying to get back in. He's like, ooh, it's playing right now. I'm going to go in so I can say that line. And then the dude with the laser pointer is in there, like, putting it on the screen. So people laughing at that. 
So he uh, ended up finding the dude like, hey, uh, so I got a line I want to say. So if you can just put the laser pointer down for a second <laughs> so I can do that line, you know, the crowd get distracting everybody. But it was that's funny though because he was ready to make cut that tension. That's gotta hurt some other things. So yeah, uh, so about the family. So it focused. It was a a major part of it was the relationship of Dalton and the dad. Okay. So in Dalton being Ty Simpkins is going off to college, but he's kind of he's become estranged to the dad following those events of the second oh, movie where the dad was possessed and was trying to kill him and yeah. kill the whole family. And he don't remember. Yeah. So then, you know, once they finally what was cool though in that second one, like, you know, the dad is possessed and it's so he um his uh astral form is in the further. So uh Dalton is like I know how we can fix this. I'm going to go get dad. So in the first one, the dad go get the son, save him. In the yep. second one, the son is like, all right, I know what to do. And he do it on like, it ain't like people be like, oh, you need to do this. He like, right. I'm going to go get him. And he go get him. And then at the end of that, they cut the dad and the son memories. So they got no memory of it. So the younger son in this one is like, yeah, you know, sometimes like he was, they kind of get into it in like different parts where he's like, yeah, I used to have night terrors all the time that dad was going to kill us. And like the mom was like, that was a part of why they got divorced because she was like lying to her son every day, like saying like, no, he would never do that. That's just a dream. Like, no, that would never happen. She just felt like shit, she said. So she couldn't keep looking at him. And I, mm. honestly, I feel like, yeah, probably that's 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 crazy, though, to think because he wasn't in control of it. So right. it wasn't him. It wasn't him. He was but that's what you see every day. Like he was coming at them with a hammer. <laughs> like, like he was Shiny. trying to kill him. Yes. <laughs> So like that, and I just feel like to even bring that up in a movie like this is cool because you know usually horror movies are like yeah we made it through next movie you right know? right you know don't worry about how the family get on but they get into the meat of it so I like that mm. um, you get into Patrick Wilson and his dad the grandpa who would be the grandpa and how he was never around. And so I did like... Yeah, because I'm like, what, did they ever talk about his dad in the other movies? Mm-hmm. Okay. See, and, and that's, so it's crazy because, you know, the son got the problem in the first one. Yep. And then that's how um, Patrick Wilson's mom, the grandma, get involved. <clears throat> Excuse me. Because they're like, yeah, the son, he's sick and they saying it's not a coma. We don't know what's wrong. So then the mom was like, I know what it is. It's happened before. And then she got a <laughs> box of secret pictures. And all the pictures that got a ghost behind Patrick Wilson that she was just hiding from him forever. But like when Patrick Wilson was a kid, the exact same thing happened to him. And the ghost lady basically come and, you know, pull him out of it and then take his memories. So he can't help his son in the now. Oh. And so then that happened to his son and then it take both their memories. And now we into the, this movie. They don't know what. Them. Yeah, they don't know. And the, the dad is like, I just can't. I just, I just. It just feels foggy, and that's so. It's like, and I'm like, damn, that's crazy. He like he feel like he can't remember something because he can't remember. Yeah, and then, and then also the son, he like, yes, that's like, grandma was always lying to me. <laughs> he was like, he was like uh, he had drew a picture and showed his dad, and he was like, oh, that's intense. It looks like she's hiding something. <laughs> like, yeah, I always got that feeling. <laughs> but it's just crazy because they both on the same, like they both going through the same thing. Yeah, but the son like hate the dad. Because kind of like a son the, hating a dad. The older son hate the dad. Yeah. Okay. Symptoms. Um. And not say. But he don't him. remember either though. So how do? What do but he that's hate? A, he just he, got like something in his and yeah. Like, so oh, that yeah. and the subconscious and the okay. dad was kind of like 
off kilter, you know, yeah. even after the incident, because he didn't remember nothing either. So, so I mean, it's a, it's a, di- I really like that family dynamic part being brought into it. And then you still get the scares. Um, if you ever had an MRI or you never had an MRI and you see this, then you might be scared to get an MRI. Oh, for real? Yeah. I've I mean, had, you I've see, had a few. I think you see it in the trailer, though, if you've seen the trailer. I have not seen the, the MRI. Okay. It's it a scene. They do show that in there. But it was definitely still, you know, got my heart racing. And I didn't jump. But when the thing started running at him. And that's that's one thing I like, though. Like, because they do it kind of like how in Freddy Krueger and Nightmare on Elm Street. Like, when the people fall asleep, you don't exactly know. Yeah. But then it's just like, oh, they're going on. Now. Yeah, and it's continuing yep. to go. So that's a, I think that's a part of how you can get that eeriness to it. Because you're not sure, like, oh, he was he was wide awake a second ago. Right. You know, he was like, now he's in the further. Now he has projection. So the family is the main point I liked. The other part, I, something I wish they would have did more is the um, older son in college. Like, because he ended up figuring it out. He got an art teacher that wanted him to tap into his subconscious. And that's how that stuff start coming but back. But why? Out. No, and that's what I was thinking too. Like, get her out of school. She pulling a tar. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and she really was, because then she told him to all bring like one of their favorite pieces to the first day of class. It's like, ooh, that's nice. Rip it up. And then they didn't want to rip it up, they kicked him out of class. Um, she said, Yeah, you're not ready, and kicked him out. And then he ended up ripping this picture of his grandma right on up. They're like, Yeah, what? Nice. That was just a weird thing just to, I guess, be like, yeah, listen to that teacher. But so he started tapping into his subconscious and start realizing there's something in there, something he can't remember, something he can't figure out. Um, so eventually he start astral projecting and go into the further. And like, so, and what's crazy, it's kind of like, it took me back to the first movie when he was astral projecting as a kid. And he would say, like, he was telling his parents, like, oh yeah, I saw myself sleeping last night. And then I flew away and like stuff like that. And it was like, he was doing that. And he was like smiling, like figuring it all out again. So that was cool. And like, I wish they would have just did more of that like had him like exploring the campus as on the astral plane or something and like getting tracked down and all that by the ghosts. Some college antics mm. would have been nice. But, um, and I guess I say would have been nice, but I guess I expected like after the first time he did it, I thought he'd be doing some more of it. So they cut that out, like, oh, he didn't. I feel like, the, I mean, the movie had a, a, it was a brisk, brisk pace, hour and a half. It's an hour and 40 something minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't feel like it. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. And that could have been because of all the commotion going on yeah. in my theater. But, um, yeah, no, it definitely didn't feel hour 40. So did they wrap up the whole Insidious saga? Yeah, I, I think so. And that's the thing, because those, the last two movies, don't got nothing to do with this family. Oh yeah, they prequels. Yeah, so mm-hmm. the, I mean, they wrap up this family. I don't remember what happened to the old lady and the other one, but she died in the first one. So she dated. But anyway. she's still in two, three. And, wait, is she in two? No. She in. Well, no, she is a ghost in two. She in ghost. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, she dated. I'm like, she was in the ones that I saw. And then she the star. She alive because the prequels in the third and the fourth one. And then she on YouTube in this one. <laughs> She as got, a cameo? She got a YouTube oh, clip, man. and then she come back as a ghost. Oh, they okay. let her be a ghost. Okay. But, yeah, and then back to just um, Sinclair, Sinclair Daniel as um, Chris Winslow. So it's kind of funny how they even meet, because it's like he in a room, and then they were like, oh, my roommate. And then she walk in, 
And they're like, oh, it must have been a mix-up with the housing. Why they say that? Because her name is Chris, so they must have thought she was a boy. Oh. And his name is Dalton, so they might have thought he was a girl. Is the joke that they make okay. in, the thing, in the scene. I, didn't, I don't know no girls named Dalton. I don't, but I'm sure they're there. If you're a girl named Dalton, write us at the email. podcast at gmail.com. We love to hear from you, Dalton. Right, or follow us on Instagram, or follow us on Twitter, or Threads. Or a girl named Chris. I, I know a girl named Chris. Oh, I probably do too. I do. But, Actually, um, yeah, I, I tear off here. But yes, okay. we do know a girl named Christopher. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we, we do. We do. I was playing. See you later. Um, but yeah. Um, I think those are the main points I wanted to hit. Okay. Um, if you I, had to rank, you've seen them all, right? Yeah. One, two, three, four, and five. Yeah. What would you rank the Insidious Saga franchise? Like, oh, the films in the franchise. Yeah. Um, I say one, Red Door, two, and then you just put the other two back there. Okay, because yeah, that old lady and her team is. <laughs> but they had some interesting stuff in that first one. They were like Ghostbusters. Yeah, no, in that first one. But I mean, in are that, they like that in the in her the prequels? No, well, because they kind of building that team. Oh, so you know, in that first one, they had a whole setup. Like, yeah. oh, I do the drawing, I do the yeah. You know, they had yeah. everything worked out. So in this one, she like figuring stuff out, and then she kind of meet them. Okay, then she, they help her, and then they, and then that's the end of that movie. But in the next one, do they do stuff since they done? You know, they know what they doing now. See, and I honestly tell you, I don't remember. Okay. I did see it, but I don't remember it being something like, oh yeah. But I do know it's the old lady in the team. Okay. Lee Wynell and Turk. But yeah, so I would say one, then this one. And yeah, like again, this one had like, I don't know, because then you get into like Patrick Wilson stuff with his own dad. So, you know, it's like all the all the stuff about everybody's dad. You know, let's figure that out. Story you know? about fathers. Mm-hmm. And, fa- and, and it's a story about fathers and, you know, people feeling like their fathers didn't show up. But, you know, fathers showed up in the ways that they could. Okay. You know, like the dad turned into a lamp. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, I don't know if I read that right, but I swear, I think that's his, the thing was like telling you that the dad, Patrick Wilson dad as a ghost was a lamp but oh that's another part of the story though like Patrick Wilson dad like um you know he was what was that the 70s or 60s when he would have been kind of going through it and he was like you know they didn't have as much help and stuff back then so he was like you know committed to an insane asylum and eventually jumped off the the dad was yeah oh because it happened to the dad too yep so he had oh, damn. he that's where it started. What well, like who in his family got cursed by like somebody and something then to be able to do now that. it's going down, you know. Well, I don't know if it was a curse because you know Elise could do it too. And then the girl in the third one, she could do it too. Okay, see I never saw So it's just like they could ask for okay. It's just a thing. I mean, you know, I've had lucid dreams before. Mm. Actually learn how to lucid dream and then yeah, you got to do a lot of well, not a lot of stuff, but you got to like not have no caffeine. Like you know, lucid dreaming is like you can control your dream. No, that's impossible. It's not. No, impossible. I'm joking. I it's, know what lucid dreaming is. Okay, like. okay. Well, and then you know you dream, and then you control the dream. Yes, it's actually kind of cool. Um, but I mean, that's what I think of when they do this stuff. 
But that I mean, yeah. they're actually just on the But hand. that's the thing, and you can actually interact with the stuff, though. Yeah. And that was one yeah. thing that was cool because they showed him, like, do that, and he was, like, picking up stuff and moving stuff and, like, opening and shutting doors because he was, like, using that. That's That was what it was. He used his astral projection to do, like, not spy, but, like, you know, um, figure out a mystery. So he was, they was like, oh, we got to sneak back into the frat house. He was like, oh, he'll never see me. But then it was like, so he went into the astral plane. Did you see him opening the door? <laughs> Did they ever? And I'm like, how oh, is somebody not going to see you open their door? <laughs> Did they uh, ever realize that their memories got wiped and stuff? Yeah. Okay. yeah. So because the, the wife ended up having to come clean. Because oh, like okay. the dad go back over there and he was like, yeah, it's just not right. I don't know what it is. And I'm sorry. He was like, and he like crying. Like, I'm sorry. I don't know why, but I'm not right. And I don't know what happened. And then um, you were crazy. Yeah. And then so she basically said, "So like, I can't even look at you now." <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, she don't say that, but I'm, that would have hit hard, right there. Mm. But um, oh yeah, that was one of my notes. To dad was a oh, that was one thing. So it's kind of like so you know the first one, the dad go get the son. The second yeah. one, the son go get the dad. And then this one, the dad go get the son again. But then you kind of find out like. Um, the dad is being helped by his, his dad. dad. Okay. Yeah. And Grandpa. that's what's so Paul that, yeah. Paul coming in. Paul Paul Lambert. <laughs> okay. Um, but then like he had left a cryptic note saying this ends with me. The The granddad said the that. The granddad, yeah. Like saying the ash projection shit. Like he's a no more. I'm he's sick of this shit. Yeah. So but I and so it could be actually another prequel messing around. No thanks. But um but no, so even some of the some of the like creepy stuff they did was pretty sweet. It was a scene, um, one of them that was sweet was like, he was like, cause his memory was all fucked up. So he was like doing little memory tests for himself. Like to see if he can even remember his family. And like, doing, it was, so he was like doing a matching game on a like sliding glass door with like, a, you know, the kind of doors with a bunch of different panes of glass. Mm-hmm. So like each one he had taped up cardboard with a picture and was flipping them up. And as he was doing that, he was looking at them. But then, like, if he was paying attention outside, it was like something out there creeping up, getting closer. And then sometimes, oh, I listened to an interview. It was at, it was at nighttime, right? That he was doing it. Yeah, that was at the daytime. Is it a daytime? The, the oh, right, 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 right. Sorry, the producers wanted it to be at nighttime, and it like bust through the glass. Yeah, yeah. I listened to an interview, but he said Wait, they said Wilson. they wanted it like, well, why can't it be night? Wait, who said the producer? Sony, like the producers of the movie, and Patrick like, Wilson wanted a daytime. He wanted a daytime because he said it was a movie that smart he smart movie. I forgot it was a movie that he said he was inspired by, and like it's something going on. Midsommar. Like no, people was having like dinner in a diner or whatever, and it's a dude in the background just going crazy, and then he like busts through the glass. Oh, I forgot what it was, but yeah, that, sound familiar. But no, it was sweet how it played. It yeah, he said it well. was inspired, like he fought to get that in the movie. And then the other thing is like the daytime. Already yeah. in itself, he said no nighttime yeah. to like catching somebody off, and guard it's off guard because it's, it's daytime. You're not thinking it's definitely, yeah. But yeah, he he fought to get that into the movie, and My to keep boy that Patty scene. Up. <laughs> you know what he's doing, oh, yeah. And that's why I say, even for this being his first movie he ever directed, I feel like it was it was a solid, solid okay. movie, yeah. Okay, like is the performances. There was a few like jokes they were trying to make, and I was like. That maybe wasn't for me. I don't see Patrick Wilson as funny. No, well, not him, but like okay. the Ty Simpkins and the girl. Okay. They, um, and they had a weird thing because it wasn't romantic, I guess. Um, 
but it was kind of in it. I don't know if it was even caring so much, but it was kind of mm-hmm. like, you know, I met you and then they kind of like, she was kind of cool though. Yeah. Nowadays you can't really have romance in movies. And now that you even say that, like all through these series, like they was married, you yeah. know, in the first and the, well, the second one, he was possessed already. Yeah. But in the first one, like they wasn't, they was already on the edge. Like, yeah. And that was, you know, before he was possessed, <laughs> that divorce was coming, unfortunately. Yep. You know, no romance in that one. No, yeah, it's like no romance in movies anymore. Like, it's just, I mean, you know, these are two people. They are people. And they're friends, and that's it. Pretty much, yeah. If you think about, like, all the movies that we've seen last, I would say even year, um, there hasn't been any, like, oh, I'm trying to think, like, even Mission Impossible. I'll get into that in a minute. But, yeah, like, there's no... Is they not doing no romantic entanglements? Well, I, I'll get to it later. But oh, well, later bring that question. Ready. Yeah, we'll bring that question up. But um, no, like think about that. Like even well, I guess Indiana Jones. He was an old man. <laughs> but I'm thinking, and they actually did have a little bit. They had chemistry, but it wasn't romantic chemistry. It was kissing. They was not kissing. Oh, you mean? But that's one. but that's a carryover from the first well, yeah. and the fourth one. So, so that's okay. But like, well, <laughs> you know, it's a carryover. But I'm saying like, you know, with two people, when you introduce a male to female protagonist, like, you know, sometimes they would get together. But like now, like nowadays, no. Well, and I guess that's a thing. another thing is like, they kind of almost always got together. Yeah. That that's was true. the other part of it. That's true. So now it's like, well, no, they can just be in the movie. Yes. And I get that. But I'm like, well, sometimes some people will get together. Because even think about Transformers. Like they I, had, That was what I was just thinking. Yeah, about. they had chemistry. But then it was but just like. There was nothing like romantic about it. Yes. Yep. But that's how they the movies have been. Um, I mean, there's nothing. There's, I guess there's nothing wrong with that. But there's, you know. It, it's just and we're thing. talking about the new Transformers, not the original. The first Transformers. Oh, that yeah. did have. So. Oh, yeah. And I think. Uh, do we got a lawsuit against him for that? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> but she called him out on it. But, yeah. But anyway, anything else you want to say about Insidious the Red Door? Oh, one of my notes was tiptoe that ass because that's what that's the note I took when the tracks are playing. <laughs> tiptoe through the tulips. Okay. And that's it. That is still a creepy song. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's not even a creepy song, but when you like, know you that associated it, with yeah, that little boy dancing. That little ghost boy dancing, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. Oh, and I, I guess one other thing is the puke ghost I wanted to mention. Okay. Because that dude, it was like, so it's the frat house, and somebody ended up dying at the frat house during the hazing or whatever. So they, the dude can see the ghost, and it's like, he thinks it's somebody like throwing up in the toilet. And then the dude turn around, and it's like throw up all over him. It was like, it was disgusting. And it was like, his eyes is white. He like make it stop, make it stop. <laughs> just throwing up all over the place. Oh my god, it was gross. Oh, they trying to throw up, oh, and then he, they throw up on him. And but then it on was Ty like, Simpkins. Yeah, but it was like one of the things where it was like it didn't actually hit him because it was yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a ghost. Yeah, but I was like, whoo man, that was nasty. That's a six cent moment right there. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, people don't throw up in movies like that. Sometimes, oh, they showed it in No Hard Feelings. They show some throwing up. Do they? But I feel like, yeah, throwing up is raunchy. Like, that's, that's kind of <laughs> like a raunchy thing to see. I don't know why. Like, you know, anything coming out of the body, you don't, that ain't something you see. Well, you know, uh, Rose Barron was, uh, they was throwing up in Bridesmaids. Oh, yeah. So she they down. She down. She down. She know. All right. 
All Ooh. right, that's the end of Insidious. The Red Door. The saga. <laughs> All of it. Close the they, door on that. They done. <laughs> Moving on. Closed. All right. All right, so I'm about to hijack the episode. Good show. It is a great show. You just Elba's still at it. Yes. Another Apple TV Plus TV show. Um, but yeah, no, that show is uh, getting good. Because you, yeah, I'm still wondering what is they up to. I'm in the middle of that fourth episode right now. I'm caught up. I believe so. So, yeah. I guess it's only one episode left. It's only going to be five? Oh, six. Oh, you, six. So I'm you on. watched the fifth one? Yeah. That's the one that said it come out the 19th? I watched whatever. I'm caught up. I'm up to date. Oh, because they because they be showing that's what would confuse me. They say, oh, in this episode, which mm-hmm. you can't watch yet, but it's coming soon. It's coming no, soon. you don't need to show me that. That show is crazy. But it, no, I'm like it is it. wild. Um, yeah, Hijack is a show on Apple TV Plus with Idris Elba, uh, where he is on a flight that gets hijacked by some people. And oh, and I mean that makes sense that that it would only be like six episodes. Well, because it's it happens it's a six like hour twenty. Flight. Well, yeah, it happens like 24. Yeah. It's in real time. Yeah. Because when the first episode ended, it was like, oh, like there's this much time um, before we land at our destination mm-hmm. when they get hijacked. Like, where, where, where we supposed to go? But yeah, that's a good ass show. And I liked in that, um, I think that was in the third one or somewhere in the fourth one, when like the foreign minister come in and she was like, oh, that's the time remaining. And someone put it right up on the screen. That's yep. ominous. <laughs> I was thinking like, yeah. Yeah. I guess, yeah. But yeah, so. So yeah, you must have watched the fourth one because you can't watch the fifth Okay. One yeah, I'm, I'm caught up. So yeah. But no, that show is good. It's good. And I like how they had a character who like seemed like a bumbling, like fuck up, like that lady. And then she figured the whole shit out. Oh, the lady who was late to he work. He was late to and work like, and like tell her like, yeah, I'll be five minutes late, maybe ten. Yeah, <laughs> fifteen is what. Like. I got was, it. My son can't even go to school today. <laughs> she was baked up all Even the son was like, "What you gonna tell her that?" And then she's like, "Oh, oh yeah, that appendix. was a line." He was like, "Well, you only got one appendix. You gonna get it taken out one?" And he was like, "Well, hopefully my boss don't know that." Yeah, and then what was the thing? What was it? It was like a word. It's a British word though that they was using. I don't know. Cheeky. No, cheeky. but it was something like that's Australian. One of these. Wait, is that Australian or is that British too? No, that's a lot of bluey going on in my house. Don't have me make up a lot. <laughs> Shout out to our UK listeners. I was going, have... I was going for juggernaut. <laughs> I'm the juggernaut. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, don't you know yeah, why. I forget what she said, but it was something, and she like, oh, that not ominous, but it was something like that. Not smoky, but yeah. Yeah, Hijack is good, though. It is good. Uh, speaking of something else that is good, Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. All right, I'm going to just get into it. Because we'll be here all day talking about, these, it. about this. Not, I was going to say not all-star cast, but it is an all-star cast. Yeah. But it's just a lot of people. This is like the biggest cast for the Mission Impossible movies. All right. This movie is directed by Christopher McQuarrie. He did Jack Reacher, also a Tom Cruise movie. He did Top Gun Maverick, another Tom Cruise movie. And he did Mission Impossible, Rogue Nation, uh, and Fallout. Uh, Angela Bassett movie. Yes. Hmm. Our woman queen. Nice. She did the thing. Oh, wait, no. She no, did she, the she, thing. She... <laughs> yeah. See, I'm so far removed. Because... All right, DeVoe, she is in the zeitgeist. <sighs> she in a movie that I'm like, oh, she in that movie? I forgot what it is, but oh. anyway. 
This movie stars Tom Cruise. She's keeping us talking. Not about her. <laughs> <laughs> this movie stars Tom Cruise as Ethan Hunt. You know Tom Cruise. You may not like Tom Cruise, but you damn well better respect Tom Cruise. He was in Vanilla Sky. He got his teeth fixed. <laughs> Edge of Tomorrow, Top Gun Maverick, Collateral, Jerry Maguire, Top Gun 1, all the Mission Impossible movies. Did you say he Chocolate was... Sky? Vanilla Sky. Mm. I love that movie, actually. I like the Eyes the Wide Shut. Roommate. Let me give him his flowers. Eyes Wide Shut. He was also in Days of Thunder. The movie with Nicole Kidman, what's that called? Far and Away. Uh, he was also in Tropic Thunder as a cameo. Oh, yeah. We got to make sure to mention that. That was probably the funniest thing he's ever done. Oh, that's... The Tropic Thunder cameo? Well, I mean, but that's the funniest thing he ever did, and you named He's not a comedic stuff. actor. Yeah. Oh, no. I remember with the fat suit. Yes. Yeah. That was okay. hilarious. It was something, yeah. You must ain't seen Tropic Thunder lately. Nah, yeah, I've seen it. Anyway. I didn't see it yesterday. But, War of the Worlds. All right, so yes, you love Tom Cruise. What else we got? Oh, War of the Worlds. Ty Simpkins was a three-year-old boy in that movie. <laughs> he was. See, and let me bring it back. Yes. All right. Well, now that you brought it all back, right. let's Minority get on the Report. Track. All right. Yes. Well, also... Minority Report, the one I like out of all those thirty movies you name. Okay. Well, you ain't gotta no. like them. Oblivion. I don't. I don't. You don't like Edge of Tomorrow? Come on now. Hmm. Don't recall it. When they do the time travel, when they fighting in them suits with that. The alien. Oh yeah, that's my stuff. And thank you. I yes. know. I know. Well, because that movie had different titles. It, no, it's called. It Edge had of a different title. You know, it had a different title. Live, die, repeat. You're trying to tell me it didn't because they talk. They titled it Edge of Tomorrow. <clears throat> Live, die, repeat. It had yeah. It had a different title because that Edge of Tomorrow wasn't the title. That, that was, was the title of the movie. Time. That at was, all not that at was. all times. It was something. It was supposed to be called like the book Live, Die, Repeat, but it say Edge of Tomorrow, Live, Die, Repeat. And but like that's only marketed on like repeat. huh people was calling it that that's because that was the original title of the book but the movie was called as it tomorrow mm-hmm. anyway got anyway. to the bottom of that yes i did all yeah, right we did teamwork <laughs> this also stars Haley atwell as grace just grace she was in captain america the first avenger she was in agent carter and she was in christopher robert so she's staying within that disney family Family, yeah, that's one way to describe it. I guess you know, cult. <laughs> what I would she get paid is what I would shout to get paid. Yeah, well, not currently. They on strike. Touche. <laughs> 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 well, no, this movie made it right before. Yeah, they made it out. So, they made yeah. it out the gate. Yeah. But I wonder, since they on strike, do they get paid like they residuals and all I, that stuff? I don't know. They probably get something. Well, she got paid When you on strike, you don't get no money. She probably got paid up front with it. Yeah, but I so, mean, I don't I don't know. Know. she wouldn't be making no what stuff these. No, they wouldn't be getting no money coming in, right? Probably not. That's they why they ain't working. They alleged. That's why those producers allegedly said they was waiting for the writers to lose their apartments. That's <laughs> fucked up. Because. They was going to try to break them so they could basically treat them however they want. That's fucked up. Yeah, that's why you got to unionize. Yeah. The union's gone. All right. What happened to them? I got a lot more people to go through. Oh. This also stars Bing Rains as Luther Stickle. He was in Baby Boy. You know, African Squat Squat. Holiday Heart. Guns and Butter. 
And I still, I remember when I watched, I was like, I don't think I get that. <laughs> like like when I was younger, I was like, butter. okay, I, I feel like he really saying something. I don't know if I get it, but he, you can find it on BET. <laughs> Pulp Fiction, and he was in Lilo and Stitch. Mr. Bubbles. He was. Simon Pegg as Benji Dunn. He was in Star Trek, Shaun of the Dead, Ready Player One. Do you think... Um, they will bring him back for the live action Lilo and Stitch. Bing Rhames? Yeah. How was he looking? Was he looking real old, you said? We'll get into it. Okay. <laughs> and I don't want to see that. <laughs> My Lilo and Stitch. That's supposed to be fun. This also has Rebecca Ferguson as, <laughs> as Isla Faust. She was in Doom. She was in the TV show you love. Silo. I was, about, I was waiting for it. Silo. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Man, at the edge of my seat over here. Man, this is my segment. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't done talking. Jeez. And also a, in a drink. Doctor Sleep. Oh, love that Doctor Sleep. I've never seen the theatrical. I've only seen the three-hour version of the movie. And Remember, I, I forget what I told. Oh, I watched the. I forget which one I watched first because they were both on HBO. I watched the three-hour because it was like, well, I might as well watch it here. They got the whole. Three-hour movie. That's a director cut. And I think I just sped through the theatrical. Yeah, to see like oh, what, what was, was different. Yeah, that's what I did. Yeah, I, I like that movie a lot, which is the sequel to okay. The Shining. That's a fun movie. This also stars Vanessa Kirby as Alana. She was in Hobbs and Shaw and The Crown. Apparently, you know, The Crown is a really popular TV show. Yeah, no, I want to say what was that? beginning of this year or last year like it had hit like a part where Princess Diana was in it and it was like people couldn't stop talking about it oh I didn't hear nothing about it <laughs> <laughs> I didn't um anyway this is also stars Isai Morales as Gabriel he was oh, in uh, I wanted to take some Jesus take that Christ. moment to shout out Bridgerton for the listeners yeah where's your review of Bridgerton you said it's, you would do it it's TV there it is. Oh, what, 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 write a review? You said oh, it. like, do an episode? Yeah, you said it. You said you would. In the episode? You said, said it last that. week. Oh, well, it's coming. It's forthcoming. All right. All right, this also has Isai Morales as Gabriel. He was in Ozark and Titan. He was, a uh, Deathstroke in Titan. Mm. Mm-hmm. And this also has my girl, Pom Clementif, as Paris. She was in Guardians of the Galaxy Volumes 2 and 3, and in Avengers, Infinity War, and Endgame. This also stars Shea Wingham and Greg Tarzan Davis. Uh, they they like CIA agents. Alright, All right. what is the Rotten Tomatoes score of I'm checking my notes. Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1? Alright, so it has a... Oh, this just changed. Did it? 20% critic score. That's a lot. That's up-to-date news. No, 96% critic score with a consensus that says, with world-threatening stakes and epic set pieces to match that massive title, Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 proves this is still a franchise you should choose to accept. I see what they did there. Yeah. Mission. Well, you don't tell me what to do, and I just told Insidious thing about (laughs) that already. Don't I shouldn't do nothing. Is there an audience score? Um, yeah, 95% audience score. 95? Yeah. Okay. No what? consensus on that. 
which is I think is the highest, I believe, for the oh, audience. Because even like the last now. one, yeah. Oh. Even the last one had like an eighty-eight, but it had like a ninety-seven. No, a ninety-six Rotten Tomatoes. I don't know, because it just came out. It technically well, it came out Tuesday. Well, but well Wednesday got, actually. They got a thousand plus verified rating audience. Yeah, but they probably wait until the weekend because it came out on a Wednesday. I saw it on a Tuesday, but there was a premiere on a Monday. I don't know. Oh, they just really? doing some stuff. All right, so I definitely agree with the both of the consensus. Um, I gave this movie four and a half stars. Before seeing this movie, Spider-Man and John Wick Chapter 4 were my favorite movies of the year so far. But watching this, I knew, I was like, man, this is something special. There's something special about this movie. And what I'm, was it? The movie. Oh, it's something you can't quite put your finger on? No, I mean, what made it so special? Yeah. It was just such a great movie. Like, watching it, and like, I'm a fan of the Mission Impossible movies. I don't know if you were a fan of the Mission Impossible movies. And you never will. <laughs> Are you a fan of the Mission Impossible <laughs> well, movies? Well, I'm on the spot, no. You're not a fan of none of them? I, I guess I would have to say no. Just because, like, how many is it? This is seven? It's seven. And I've seen... Maybe two to three. Two to three. I definitely ain't up to date. So, and I you said you saw the one with Angela Bassett. Yeah. That's the last one. Right. Did you see the one before that? Rogue Nation? Yes. Then I did see that. You one. saw that one. And then the first one. I know you saw the one before Rogue Nation because we went to the movie to go see it. What's that called? Ghost Protocol. Oh, Ghost Protocol. Okay. And I know you saw the one with the, uh, Kanye and that Twisted shit. What? Yeah. What's that one called? That's number three. What are you talking about? Well, I'm just not a fan of I like those scores. I like them too. I like the consensus. I like to see a good score. Yeah. I mean, the Mission Impossible movies, they've been going higher and higher, score-wise. What's the lowest? Uh, the lowest that? is a 40-something. Oh, that's wow. Mission Impossible 2. Hmm. Yeah. I really didn't like it. I mean, it was 2000, and it was real 2000-ish. Oh, and that's and the, at the time people first they're like, yeah, I can get on the internet. Well, I mean, <laughs> that song was a. Uh, was I like, could post things on the internet. It was a Metallica song that was the song that got them to crack down on the Napster. Like, it was a Metallica song from that movie, and like that was yeah, like, everybody was downloading. Yep, and that was enough. Was enough, and that's when that whole like, would you steal a car? No, you shouldn't be stealing the rest of this stuff. You're still on the internet. That's different. That's something you can touch, you can steal. Yeah. Stealing music. Is that was that really a crime? I don't know. They still rich. I mean, I don't know no artist that lost their house because everybody was down. They didn't sell them records. They in debt to the people. They in debt to the Oh, the artist. The record label. And that's why Well, that's on their own contract. They supposed to be, <laughs> be making them better. You heard left eye. How can you <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> see that was not because of us. Not How can you sell a million records consumer. and still be broke? She said it. She broke it down. Mm-hmm. She broke it down, and that's why the people don't strike now. now they ain't getting paid. You yeah. downloading stuff? This day, I, I I ain't even looked at it today. But no, I mean, I guess the average actor average is like what 
that thousand salary. It's less than thirty thousand mm-hmm. a year. Yeah, and that's what you were saying. Like a lot of people, like they just meet it to get healthcare. Yep. And to be a part of that thing, which yep. if you think about it, you know, because. And you might be better off, I mean, I don't know, without it. Because then that way, you know, it's all covered by the government. And you don't got to pay those doctor bills. You know? Yeah. I don't know. But back to this, though. Yeah, so I, I agree with so the So if you're an actor and you're wondering, write us at the email. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'd love to have you on the show and give us, you know, perspective of why y'all pick it up. Yeah, right. No, like, not for real. <laughs> like, it's, it's intriguing to me. I support it. But yeah. I want to get that message out there. Write us at the email. SHWI podcast at gmail.com. Um, but we, know back, we got some actors listening. <laughs> to me, it's the best Mission Impossible movie. And it's not recency bias. It's just that good. Do you think there's any regency bias? Did Re- you see this at a regency film? No. Okay. Let's check it. But I did see it in IMAX. Mm-hmm. And man, uh, some people in front of me jumped. At a certain scene, was it like scary. No, it wasn't scary. Just oh. like oh, it was one of those boom. like silent, and then like boom, something happened. Like an explosion. No, not even an explosion. It was just a oh. loud noise. And they like jumped, mm. and then they started laughing at each other because they all jumped. Like it was a row. Like it was packed in my theater, and I ain't seen that since. I said, yeah, I tried to go today at one thirty. It was packed. Yeah, I, I end up falling asleep. It's a great movie. I just really enjoyed this movie. It it is the best Mission Impossible to me. Uh, I and I'm a Mission Impossible fan. I know you not. Yeah. Even though you've seen all the movies. Yeah, you know. But I feel if I can't remember the movie, then I can't tell you. Like, yeah, I saw it. You remember uh, Tom Cruise? Um... Do you remember it? <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember Tom Cruise uh, climbing up like the, the mountains and throwing the glasses? What glasses? Like he had a like they were some sunglasses. sunglasses. Yeah, yep. And they exploded. Wait, the glasses did? Yeah, because that was what the mission. What was the on. mission was on? Okay. Yeah. Oh, that that you remember that one? Vaguely familiar. Okay, you remember the one where he uh, get dropped down and like. See, but uh, that, that could have been him or Inspector Gadget. <laughs> you remember the one when he was dro- he was dro- getting dropped down and like he couldn't touch the ground and was like suspended. Oh well, yeah. Okay, you remember the one with? Um, but that could have also been Ocean's Eight. <laughs> Do you remember the one when uh, Carrie Russell was in it and then like her head had like a chip in it and exploded? I don't remember that. She had a crazy looking face because her, her eyes. Wait, 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 wait. Is that how one of them started at the beginning? Yep. Yeah, okay. okay. All right. Do you remember the one when he climbed but, outside oh, of wait. the building? I could be confusing that with that awesome power. <laughs> oh, <so, laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I know what you're talking about. I don't know. I don't know. Do you remember the one where he hanging outside in Dubai climbing on the building? Mm. And Paula Patton kicked that lady out the window. The- I don't remember that. With Jeremy Renner in it. You don't remember when he climbing outside the building? He hanging outside the building with the gloves. I mean, kind of, but not. Okay. I guess when like, the Kremlin I'm, I'm, blew trying up. To, I'm trying to like picture that in my head, but then what's coming to me is the Matrix. And, and then, I'm like, you know, <laughs> all right, we got Neo and Trinity. No, he climbing outside the building with the gloves on, and then he had to do it without the glove because the gloves was messing up. That sounds very and familiar. And then it was like I a giant sandstorm. I won't say it sounds very familiar. Okay. 
You remember the one when that episode of the Citadel? What? <laughs> Do you remember the one where the boy with he, the bad dreads? Where he uh, with Angela Bassett in it? That was the one, the last one. Uh huh. Yeah. Do you remember the one when he had to go swimming in that thing and was trying to hold his breath and put that little chip in there, like put the little computer chip thing in there? See, I would say yes, but that could be the prestige. Ah, okay. You know? So it sounds like you do remember them all. Either I remember them or I know a lot of movies that pay homage to them, you know? So, so yeah. So I, 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 guess, mean, I guess in a way we're all fans, right? <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, I, I named parts of all seven. Uh, well, six out of the seven, because this is the seventh one. So you are a fan of Mission Impossible. Got it. <laughs> we're all fans, nah, right? You got that out the way. To me, <laughs> we're all alike. Wait, sorry, what is the line? They're all gonna laugh at you. No, not. <laughs> Wait. No, it's some kind of line where it's like we're all the same. But I don't know. You got the juice now? No, not. Not the, That's not the line at all. I thought you were just saying random stuff. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, but this, I don't know, this movie just, and I went in with like reservations because it's Dead Reckoning Part 1 and you know, like, oh, you know, yeah. it's going to be another one. And how you, and how, yeah, how you hate where, well, that was one thing I was thinking about was they actually at least telling you it's the part one of it. Yeah. Where, you know, it's even worse when the movie is like you're watching a movie and then you find out at the end. You only watch the first part of it yeah. because the next part is coming soon, like the other two movies of this summer. Well, Spider Verse and uh, what was the other one? Fast X. Oh yeah, Fast X. Yeah. Yeah. Even yeah. though Fast X, they did tell you Spider Verse. Technically, they told you too, but this one. Tells, That's what I said. You if you don't know, know that, but you, you don't. Know, you this know, one tells you, you follow it. Right. Otherwise, you're like, oh, Fast X. Here we go. Right. Not right. Fast X Part One. Right. Or you know. And I remember Which doing. Which they probably should have, shouldn't they? Since it was supposed to be a part one and part two movie. Well, with the fast thing, we're talking they... about a part three. But this movie did, didn't make money. Fast X didn't make money here. It made money overseas. Oh, uh, so they shipping it? I don't. I don't know what they're doing. They always make money overseas because they international movies. Saving money. The thing with this one, like coming in, like you know, Tax it's part right one. On. It's I. I would rather you not tell me honestly. Like, yeah, I'd be mad in the moment, but if it's good enough, I'd be like, okay. That's what I'll say, only if it's good enough. Because yes. if it ain't, then you'd be like, okay, it makes sense because they tell me in the title. It's yeah. part one. You know, so you can write it off. Yes. But, so, I mean, I guess it's a safety net for them, <laughs> really. But with this one, I was surprised because this is still a complete movie. Like, it don't feel like it's half yeah, of say, a movie. It was good enough to not. Yes. You know. That's the thing I liked about it a lot. I'm like, okay. Like, even though going in there, I'm like, all right, well, where are they going to cut this off at? Because st- it keeps escalating. You know what I'm saying? It keeps escalating. You're like, damn, okay. And you know, since it's and a part I, one, that it's going right. to be a cut somewhere of something. But the way that it actually is set up, it's a complete film. And I was like, wow, okay. And that's what I really admired about the movie. Outside of it being great and entertaining, it was just like, man, they didn't even have to call it part one. They could have just came out with the next one, just called it part two. You're like, oh, damn, okay, cool. You know, without even saying that. Or, but really, I would have liked them to do something like and do how Avengers did it. Like, it's a part one and two, but they got their own titles. Yeah. You know, get Aven- creative. You it was get supposed thinking. to be Infinity War part one and part two, and they yeah. changed that shit real quick. You know? Because it's like, well, why would I see part one when I know it's a part two? 
And if you make and it's the movie, movie. And, they were, see, and they was confident in what they put put out. Yeah, they're like, yeah, that's enough for a full movie. Because <laughs> even though th- those are full movies, but yeah. they work together as one long movie, like Infinity War and Endgame. Like, I mean, I like Endgame better than Infinity War, but I know like it's better viewed when you watch, you know, Infinity War than Endgame. Yeah, you know. And Infinity War still got one of those that scene that you want from Doctor Strange that you you know you've been waiting for. Yeah, you know when he do the the, the whips. Well, he had his moment to do it again. He, he did. Didn't. Yeah. Well, that's what that movie saying. was. Uh... But you seen it in the other one. <laughs> <laughs> you liked it in that one. Yeah, that multiverse of madness. Yeah. Previous episode. Yeah, check that if out. You don't know our feelings on it. See, and in the summer where you're getting a lot of it, you know. Yes. This is the summer of where's the where's the next part. This is the summer of where's the good movies. Because when did that when that Hunger Games came out? That was part one and part two, and they didn't. Yeah. They made money, but they I want to say they, they said that they shouldn't have called it part one and part two. But even I though wonder, Harry, they thought they thought because Harry Potter did it, they could too. See, and that's the thing I was gonna say. Like and so when that came out, so wait, Hunger Games came out after the last Harry Potter? Yeah. The last Hunger Games, yeah. Oh. And yeah. that's why I was wondering, like, was it like everybody was like, yeah, let's get a part one and two going. After Harry Potter did it, yes. Twilight had did it, and it made sense for them. I don't know. Well, they, I know that second part was different than the book. And I wouldn't it was, know. So it was nice. I wouldn't know. But Harry but, Potter did it first, and they both, I want to say they both made it. Like a, and Harry Potter makes sense because in all the movies, they always squeeze so much out. Yes. That it was good they split that book the final book the final book yeah so they can try to movies. get as much as possible as much money as possible you're right mm. <laughs> yeah so they get as, I mean, much... as much content oh okay, I'm sorry yeah, content. for the people right, who right, want right. to see that right right that's what it's all about sure. the fans sure <laughs> it's sure it's for the fans like yeah you you know you've been complaining for six other movies yeah, yeah so I much love the book <laughs> <laughs> what we gonna do for the last one because you love it so much is that we're just gonna split it into two movies, so you have to pay two different prices mm-hmm. and come back to the but theater. But you're getting that big screen, you know, depiction of that book. When it comes out on video, it will be two separate discs you have to buy. But I know you love it so much, mm-hmm. you don't we even We're gonna care. actually do it justice. We're doing it for you guys. You know, because <laughs> what's the runtime on them? At least that. Two hours each, I think. Yeah. And that yeah. first one did not have to be two hours. Now I'm thinking about that. That definitely Hollows Part One. Nothing happened in that movie. But that's the book. You know, it's a little slow. They taking it, and I, you know, they, it, it took them up to the end, but they finally followed the book. You yeah. Know? And not to say they did it exactly, but that was, you know, and that I feel like they was able to do it more closely because they had to. Split it into two parts. I think part one made right under a billion, and the second part two made a billion. So together, not my daughter, you bit. Oh, didn't I already say that in the episode? He did. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, so that that's oh together man. they made like two billion dollars for the fans, for the fans, not for not for their pockets. No, no. Um, but this one, it it didn't have to be called part one. It could have just came out with. a with the next one, like, oh, yeah, it's Dead Reckoning Part 2. And then it's just been what it was. Because it feels like a, a complete movie. Like, the, the beginning, there's a middle, and there's an end. And I just, I don't know. I, I like Tom Cruise. I like his mission movies. 
Like they're they're all good. Except for the second the second one got the lowest scores across the board. People don't like that second one. Yeah. And it's it's not as bad as other franchises. Like there's like number two is the weakest. And then I would probably say now number three. Cause it feel like a TV movie. Mm. It's it's a lot of stuff going on. And it got Philip Seymour Hoffman. See, and you know, so this makes me think though. So you got this franchise, mm-hmm. which is going and going. Mm-hmm. You got the Fast franchise, which is going and going. Yep. So these characters, you consider them having some growth, having some some difference. The ones that continue on throughout the whole thing, like ain't Bing Rames one. Bing Rames isn't all of them. Yeah. Uh, they give him more to do, like in this one. They definitely do. <clears throat> True. He just be at a computer, you know. But I guess did oh so but you ain't noticed no growth. But I guess is it anything for him to grow from? Yeah, you know, and this or is one, he just an adult when he starts. You know what I mean? Like he got his shit together. So what you gonna see him grow? With? I would say not necessarily Ving Rhames, but Tom Cruise character Ethan Hunt definitely grows. Uh, he turned into a, you know getting the mission done to a person who's like, well, I am gonna get the mission done, but your life is more important than my own. So as long, but the mission is the greater good. Um, that's growth. And then Simon so Pegg. So Scientology really jumped out. <laughs> Simon Pegg character Benji went from like a Luther type character being the, you know, the smart techie person to actually getting hands on. Oh, so he's going out in the field. Is Yes, in a sense, yes. Okay. And I'm, I'm not going to. Oh, it's like virtually. No, I'm not going to spoil it. In a sense. <laughs> <laughs> Let me talk to the fans. Let me talk to the audience real quick. So I'm not going to spoil this movie because it can be spoiled. If I wanted to talk real freely about it, I would have to spoil the movie. But I'm not I'm not gonna do it. I'm just gonna give a general Okay. Like a general, you know. What? Oh. <laughs> I'm going to give this <laughs> I can't give it away. I was gonna say consensus, but not a consensus. I'm just gonna give my general thoughts on the movie. Okay, nice. Um but I do wanna say like the first thing I wanna say is that the shit was so damn good, I forgot he was jumping off a cliff until we got to that scene. Because, you know, in all the... Tra- like, when we were talking about the movies earlier, I talked about the highlights that they usually show in the trailer. So that's probably when I saw the trailer. <laughs> no, you saw the movies. <laughs> I know for a fact you saw the fourth one. I know we went to the movies. Go <laughs> we were at the movies. <laughs> I know for a fact. Like I saw it with the seat. Yes, I, I know you saw the fourth one. And then I know you saw the one, uh, number three, that got the Kanye and Twister and Keisha Cole song at the end. Mm. Spiritual. <laughs> Keisha Cole, she told you. Was that her? That might have been K. Michelle. She told what? the women, quit getting them butt surgeries. I think that was K. Michelle when her pop. Because she couldn't sit down for seven <laughs> years or something. But, so I know you saw at least three or four. And you said you did see the one Angela Bassett. Yeah. So that's six. But... All through the marketing, you know, they show him. They always show like a a big scene in the movie, like how Tom Cruise gonna try yeah, to kill like himself dum, this time. Dum, 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 yeah, you know. But this one, like, oh, okay, he jump off a, he drive a motorcycle off a cliff and skydive onto a, a train. Cool. But watching the movie, I'm like, I'm not looking forward to, not necessarily looking forward to it, but I'm like, in the back of my mind, you know, you know, you saw the trailer. And that's how right. all of them are. You're like, when is you know this scene coming? Because that's the big scene. The big scene. But this one is so much, like so much going on, and not like chaos wise, but it's just so much action and like story given to you, and in a good way. 
I forgot about this part until it came up. I'm like, oh yeah, he is gonna jump off the cliff. And like I've seen so much stuff, like that wasn't even the highlight for me. Hmm. And that's like a, a testament to the movie. Because it's it's a lot of a lot of stuff happening. Yeah, exactly. Keeping you in enthralled. And like the the plot seemed like it's real thin. It's like, okay, there's a rogue AI and people trying to get these two keys to control the AI. They don't know what the what what the keys um well actually they're not trying to get the two keys to control the AI. There's a rogue AI out there in the world. And then another plot is like, all right, there's these two keys and they unlock something, but it's world ending. They don't nobody knows what it is, but they want the keys. And if it falls into the wrong hands, like they'll be the most powerful nation or person in the world. And all the different nations is like, well, nobody should have that type of power or like God did. <laughs> Some people want it for their own person. Like, man, can you imagine what you could do with all that power? The power to do anything, you know. And that's yeah. that's pretty much the mission. But it start turning into like an episode of Black Mirror, where it's like, man, there's this AI that's rogue and it predicts your moves, it predicts the thoughts, it predicts everything that's going to happen because it's so smart and it's evolving. And nobody can control the AI; it's his own entity. Do they go into who created it? No. they. I mean, they know who created it, but they, oh. they was like, these people created this AI, this AI went rogue and oh, on its own. Silicon Valley? No. You get those dweebs out of there. No. And like, when the people who created it tried to kill the AI, the AI was so smart that it... Megan. It, pretty much. It's <laughs> an AI Megan that looked like uh, Siri. Or The Circle. Remember that Oh, show? yeah. The Circle. the Circle. That's good stuff. That was good stuff. In the you pandemic. know, in the circle, she she watching you and she seeing all your chats. So <laughs> she know what's going on. Cir- circle open chat. Yeah. <laughs> circle close chat. <laughs> close chat. <laughs> I didn't authorize you to open this chat. <laughs> but well, yeah. circle that started a uh, girls chat. <laughs> oh man, circle <laughs> chat the guy. Oh man, that's so. No, just think that did it. Circle that started a girl's chat of your name or something like, yeah, what are you wearing? <laughs> Wait, circle. Kissy face emoji. Thumbs up emoji. Oh, <laughs> we try to shut this AI down. Uh, the circle. If y'all don't know what the circle is, it's a Netflix show that's like the real world, but it's fake. Oh, I just had a great idea <laughs> for a reality show. A show that's like the circle, but like with AI that goes rogue. You know, <laughs> so like the people that's in the reality show, they think the AI is going rogue, so they don't know. They're like, "Oh shit!" You know, I don't know. I think, like people end up getting killed. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but back to this with rogue AI. That the rogue, rogue AI thing. is like it predicts they move, so it knows. Like it's trying to manipulate the people who are trying to find the two keys to control whatever it controls. So it's manipulating everything, and for its own benefit and survival. That's the crazy thing. So and it's like the two an episode. Keys is to control it? No, it's not to control the AI. It's to control a. It don't. They don't tell you. Like we see it, and oh. like you'll see what it controls. Oh. But the the people who they just heard about these random keys that you know it's two keys. They almost look like crosses, and you have to use both keys. They connect to make one super key. Like they. This like, that's from Uncharted. Uncharted. I said Uncharted. No. Oh, yeah. That's exactly. And it was like crosses. But it actually was like a house key. They like 
but they make one they like lock in like oh, scissor okay. style oh, and then they turn to one super cute scissor S-C-A scissor scissor style scissor style and make one super key and they like, well, what did the key unlock? They're like, well, nobody knows. But oh. we know that if it gets into the wrong hands, they'll be the most powerful person or country in the world. So that just sets up the mission to obtain the keys. And then Ethan like, well, I'm gonna obtain them, but I'm not getting them to y'all. Like, we don't need to have this power. Like, I, I just destroy, you know, whatever it controls or destroy the keys. Oh, and that's they like, you know, well, they work it. for the government. So they like, hell no, that's not, that's not your mission, you know. Um, but and that sets up everything in the movie. And it's just one thing after another. Like, it's crazy because everybody's trying to get the keys, the AI trying to control people to, to let people know where, like, they, like lead them to the keys. And, like, it, it, like it's so control. So the AI want them to get the want They want certain people to get the keys and, like, to put them in a place where they get assassinated and then somebody else get the key. Oh, like, the it's AI, setting them up so it, that they it's, get is It's wild. Okay. It's like a, I'm telling you, it's like a episode of Black Mirror. AI, where, four moves ahead. Yes, mm-hmm. 20 moves ahead. Check, it, and it knows me. what, and you can't outsmart the AI because it knows you. It got all your digital information. Like, at one point. See, not, I was just thinking the other day, I was watching Missing, and I was like, I need to do something about my password situation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, the way she was hacking into that stuff. Um, but the thing, like, and it's, it's, it's not a spoiler, but... Oh, like, all right, if I'm missing, my bad. But if I'm missing, you don't need my Tinder profile. <laughs> <laughs> if you need to check my email, I get it. But, like, all right, you don't need every single thing about my life to find out what happened to me. But the, something I just might be gone. <laughs> I'm just off the grid. I'm fine. Right. And pulled up all your search history, yeah. <laughs> your porn history. Like, what? What? We got to find out where he went. They <laughs> got all our receipts and everything. Like, for what? Well, he was missing. But that's probably what happened to Faith Evans when people were saying she was missing. And they oh, that, not Faith Evans. Uh, who was that? Kelly Price. <laughs> that's why she had to come out and say, I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> but they will do a manhunt on her, you know? Yeah. yeah. I'm fine. Jeez. But, um, and it's not a, a spoiler, but I, I was saying, like, Ethan was in the field and he was getting directions from, like, Benji and, and, um, with the Simon Pegg character and Bing Rams. And they was talking to him on these, like, ear comms. And then he was, like, running, trying to hit alleyways and corners. And then all of a sudden it was like, turn left. Nope, turn right. And then you see Simon Pegg, like, what the hell is going on? Like, I'm not, that's not me. You know, but it got his voice. It knows his voice. So mm. it's manipulating. Tom Cruise to do stuff so he won't make it in time to where he's trying to go. Like it's, oh, it's wild. and got him on a yeah. goose chase. Yeah, and that's like later on in the movie. Like it's, it's do a lot of other stuff. Like, then he would, he'd turn up, he'd turn around and he'd look up and he had the office of The Firm from the movie The Firm. And they were trying to get him. Never seen it. No? Not seen it. This, this, no, the the time, I know the Tom Cruise movie. Stuff. All the people, like all the players, like they all get their moment to shine and stuff. And the, the ladies in this movie, Haley Atwell, Rebecca Ferguson, they Bryce Dallas Howard. No, it's not Bryce Dallas Howard. Bryce oh. Dallas Howard is not in this movie. Oh. But those two in particular. And I, I guess you could say Well, you said Haley Atwell and who? Vanessa uh, Rebecca Vanessa Ferguson. Hutchins? Rebecca Ferguson. Oh. And then also Vanessa Kirby. Rebecca Ferguson and Vanessa Kirby is Oh yeah, you did say. And wait, but, and then oh, oh and Haley Atwell. Haley Atwell. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say Peggy Carter. Her and Tom Cruise chemistry is is A1. Like it remind you of like a 
like a 90s sexy film almost like they they flirting and like also trying to double cross each other and manipulate each other it's like so is it giving you mr mr smith kind of yes okay i was they, they was in love at one point yeah they was you know it's you know they trying to play each other and, and like that couldn't work with jennifer Anderson. Mr. and Mrs. Smith. <laughs> it wouldn't have worked the same. Absolutely She don't not. got the same as Angelina Jolie. Angelina Jolie, yeah. I'm sure she's just as beautiful and fun as fun. <laughs> you, you say know. you sure she just? <laughs> you know what she looked like? <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? Jennifer Anderson is America's sweetheart. <laughs> she was a leprechaun, and I, we love that movie. She will house. not talk about leprechaun ever. If you ask her, like, yeah, how, so how was it filming Leprechaun? She'd be like, what are you talking about? She'd try to act like she didn't do it. Yep. We've seen it where they switched the roles of the kid and <laughs> that man. She acting like it's the uh, Sinbad and uh, Shazam. Shazam. Thing. Like, I don't know what Which don't about. exist. That, but, well, because that one actually don't. But Leprechaun <laughs> do. She in it. Uh, but, but yeah, no, that's crazy to think about, though. That wouldn't have worked with her. No, it wouldn't have. But they, and Leprechaun wouldn't have worked with uh, I was going to say Angela Bassett. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> Angelina Jolie. You know, just yes. different different times. Jennifer Anderson as Laura Croft Tomb Raider. <laughs> I don't know. I guess man, I, has she, has she done point. something serious? For some reason, I can only think of her. That's what I say. I can only think of her as comedy, like strictly, not even action so much. No. Like the murder mysteries, those is. In the second comedy. one, she do the, she do uh, some old action. She yeah, she get the bust. I fell asleep right now. Don't go the back theater. and watch it. But no, back nah, to I this. Uncut Gems. I'll go back to that one. Nah. But back <laughs> to this. Haley Atwell and Tom Cruise chemistry is, is real. It's good. It's like, man, today, you know. Because they they got some chemistry. Some real good chemistry. And they funny together. And like, she's just like a plain Jane. Or maybe not. And she really just trying to get. She has her own motives. She's trying to get away from him. He's trying to use her. And like they do, you know, the handcuff thing, or like they do a thing where he oh, like, you slap them on and then you slap them on, yeah, and you're switching them on, tie them yeah. oh. to a uh, tie them to a uh, steering wheel. Like, like, well, oh, they won't, you know, yeah, it's like it's but like that, spies, but yeah. it's good though, it's yeah. real good and entertaining. That's and funny. like she get put in jail, and you're like, oh, yeah, I'm the lawyer, and like you know, oh, to help get him out, get her out because he need her, and like it's it's like that, but it is uh, it's real good, though. it's kind of cliche. Because you've seen that before, but the way that they I think I just seen it in Citadel. The way <laughs> the way they interact though is just so good together. And then I didn't talk about Palm Clementa, which you, you know is Mantis from the Guardians movie. Never heard of her. She is probably having the most fun in this movie. And then was she She a, she's a villain. Oh uh, uh, yeah. As Paris. She don't have many lines, but she is crazy in the movie. Like this is whole like middle section chase scene. Where they like fucking up things like all like what Indiana Jones and and Fast X before it this summer, fucking up traffic in, so a, you, in a foreign city. So would you say she is doing a film Patel or La Femme Nikita? La Femme Nikita. And to be honest, I don't know what La Femme Nikita do, but <laughs> specifically kill. <laughs> She's an assassin. So yes, she I know they have both had film in them. She's so not a film Patel. Okay. Yeah. What is a, oh, a film fatale more uses the sexuality of it more yeah. so. But also have, yeah. No, Haley Atwell, you can kind of say. Rebecca Ferguson was like that in the other two movies. Film fatale? Yeah. Okay. But Haley Atwell is. Like, hey, I'll give you a kiss and I kill you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yes. 
Haley Atwell is is the I'm not really Finn Patel because she just she got her own wits about her and like oh so she like just a woman spy. Not she's not like, even a spy. Oh, just a woman. It's giving Catwoman. Wait, who? Haley Atwell. Oh, Haley Atwell. Oh, it's giving, like an Anne Hathaway. Yes, like uh, an Anne Hathaway. That's what you. Okay, okay. okay. It's like a, like an Anne Hathaway. Okay. Actually, yes, it is like Anne Hathaway, but the movie itself has a moment, a Dark Knight moment. It is funny that you say that, you know, Anne Hathaway. But yes, it is like Catwoman in the movie. Oh, Catwoman, Holly Berry? A little bit of... Wait, oh, Haley Atwell. Yes. But you you do kind of get to something because she is like Cat... Like all the versions of Catwoman. Except for... Oh, Haley Atwell? Yes, yeah, kind of, yes. She, she is part Selena Kyle from Michelle Pfeiffer. She is part... But, but Holly wait. Berry... Before we keep going on that, my bad, but so you had said it was a Dark Knight moment, and that was, I just want to make sure, so is it like the moment where Joker is walking out and blowing that hospital <laughs> up and he's just like a nerd? <laughs> no. Because that's something we have need, we need to see more of that in cinema. No, but I did watch that movie the other night. That's funny. I ain't seen it since. <laughs> and I did crack up. And sometimes like... he do just have an attitude about him in that movie where he just like pissed like, oh my God, I got to do that. <laughs> like he not really so much enjoying it all. Yeah. Sometimes. He's just a maniac. It's <laughs> just like, all right, here we go. All right, getting it done. Putting it up. Here we go. I do want to say I did laugh. I always laugh at the part where he busts into the party and then grab the champagne and spill most of it. <laughs> and then take drunk. a sip on the, on the rest. I'm like, it's all good. Oh. Then, <laughs> <laughs> he's like grab it off the tray and then swing it around and then slosh out oh, and then he just man. sip the rest but um but no she she's yeah, like classic drunk she's like Anne Hathaway mixed with the Holly Berry and a little bit of Michelle Pfeiffer okay so she she's sneaky and yep. she hoop <laughs> so she hooping she's athletic yeah. okay um you know Holly Berry she got down on the court <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that is a terrible movie, Catwoman. It's a stinker. <laughs> oh, she was playing basketball. Oh man, and it was like CGI when she. <laughs> there was, there was some stuff. There was some weird camera angles and stuff going on with that scene. But she did some maneuvers and stuff. But that's something I'm thinking like, yeah, Haley Atwell. And and I might be mistaken, but I distinctly remember a hip hop track or like some kind of hip hop background music on that. No, you're thinking of Carmen the Hip Hopper. No, no, I'm not thinking of that. Oh, okay. That's good stuff. You got your Mackay Pfeiffer. And- All right, let's not get into that. Let's, 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 let's stay on topic. But the... So, yes, the... But there the is a dark... Haley Atwell. And, yes, she is like Catwoman. Okay. And then there is a okay. Dark Knight moment. And I won't say what that moment is. Because that... Well, as long as it's not the Maggie Gyllenhaal moment. Maggie Gyllenhaal? Ain't that her name? Yes. That's Who's that? Is that that's, the woman? That's Maggie Oh. I won't say what it is. But there's like, oh, yeah, it's kind of like a dark night. Well, he loved that woman. Well, so you say. She, she didn't <laughs> love him back. <laughs> she didn't. She said it. In she, the letter. Uh, she couldn't. Because he loved the city. You know, he loved beating criminals to a pope. <laughs> you know, that was his daily night. That's a daily night. <laughs> daily that night. <laughs> 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 nightly activity. But let me get back to Palm Clementum having fun. Daily night. I, I want to see more from her <laughs> now because of that. Like she. So just that. 
just worked on Tokyo Love because Dark Knight was the movie. All right, go ahead. I want to see more of Pam Clementa because she is having fun in this movie and she's chaotic. Like, she's a psycho. In a good way. Like, she's fighting. She's like, she got action. She's a heavy in the movie. I want to see that. Not too many lines, but she speak with her body language, her, her eyes, and, like, she do get a good yell. Like, she steal this um, police truck, like, a... Uh, like the armored police truck. No, I, I honestly want to see her doing all that then. Because yeah. that, that is, you know, seeing her do something like you saying she's doing it well. Yeah, she is. I'm like, man, she she is effective as a, a heavy. And, you know, she's not real big. But, like, she, she just menacing looks like something. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. She's more of a, a Lucy Lou and... Uh, Kill Bill type, type of heavy. Kind like, of. You know, she a heavy like you'll call her in to yeah. get the job done. Yes. But she not necessarily big. She brought a, a damn know? lead pipe to a fight. Like, you know? <laughs> to an alleyway fight. And that's what you need. Yeah. <laughs> You're fighting in the alley. She's yeah. a rage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, okay. A <laughs> uh, lead pipe and a metal trash can. And she you like, know? she killing like officers left and right. I'm telling you, I'm like, man, this is wild. It's wild. I'm, I guess I'm just trying to imagine now how exactly it's working with her not, like you said, saying much, but doing a lot. Because she's hunting down Ethan, and um, which is Tom Cruise and, and Haley Atwell. She's like hunting them down. Right. Because they think... She oh, thinks, so you mostly see her like like in action. Until you, as in like driving or like... Yeah, you know, until there's a confrontation. And, and then they like go face to face. And then like even after that, there's another... Oh, so do uh, Tom Cruise fight her? Yes. Or, that, or does they do the... Okay. There, there is so a fight. So he fight her too? Yeah. Okay, that's nice. That's yes. Stuff. You know, she's like, yeah, I'll take on the star. Yeah, <laughs> it's some good like, shit. I've done some good shit in here. Did yeah. she end up somehow getting frozen in carbonite? No, she don't. Okay. I guess a lot of set pieces in this movie. And then... Like, the thing is, like, it, it is part one. And this is the longest mission movie. It's almost three hours. But, like, the last one felt long. Oh, but the the thing, the last one felt real long. This one, it went by so quick because there's so much going on. See, and that's what but I like. But in a good way. You can, make, you, can, you can work a runtime. I'm I telling feel. you. Like, and I feel like, because I think uh, in the other earlier segment when I said, like, yeah, the movie, The Insidious, felt really short. And you was like, it was an hour, 40 minutes. I was like, and... In the, today's day and age, that's a shorter movie. That is still, a shorter movie, yes. Because, you know, most movies, they were like, yeah, two hours at least. Yeah. You know, especially if you feel like, yeah, we, we got a good movie, it's going to be good. Yeah. Just, Hell. Just, just take a seat. The animated Spider-Man movie almost two and a half hours. Go ahead and strap it. You know. Yeah, no, I was thinking, I was like, man, kids. We yeah. want kids to be here watching Hell, The Little movie. Mermaid is like two and a half hours. Whew. Yeah. 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 And, and that's why I was feeling like, oh, this movie in and out. That's but this one, this one, I, I, it is long, but it's so much going on. Like again, in a good way, not in a bad way. It's just like, what the hell is going on? You know, not not one of those. It's like, damn, okay, wow, okay, and it's so exciting with all the stuff that you see. Again, I'm trying not to spoil like. And this is movie. like the Batman because I was like, yeah, the Batman no, is a longer one. It that, was long. That it was did long. feel long. That, but... that felt long. And there wasn't a lot going on in that. For Once you get in that, that third act. Yeah, I remember, Woo. oh, we had an episode of that. We did. We Previous episode. was talking about, like, yeah, what was going on? Yeah. <laughs> for that runtime. This one, you're like, damn, oh, it is three hours, but damn near. It was that, like, Fast X? Fat, what was Fast X? For? Fast X was, like, two and some change. Two and a half, I think. But this one. I don't remember if I felt that. I knew, like, 
the weird thing is like you know the logos right when before the movie oh yeah this like this one had the paramount logo normally you know they had them normally they had them stars coming in over the water and then going over the the mountain nice and easy yeah you know (laughs) this one that shit was like fast forward that shit was like zoom all right next next logo (laughs) (laughs) i'm like oh right out i'm like maybe because of the runtime but (laughs) they knew like yeah sit your ass down come on start this movie again it is almost three hours but it's worth every minute like they don't waste a minute at all in this movie that's good yeah and i will say that this is probably yes my favorite movie of the year it has surpassed john wick four to me as where john wick four oh yeah was we a long movie had some issues with that you had more issues than me with it because you said the well, fight. Well, now you just told me you hated it. No, you. Me and the rest of the world. <laughs> you said that the fight scenes seemed long in John yeah. Wick Four. I feel like they they got long. Not so not that they you know they started no, off fine, but then they ended up being long. When, yeah. I, when I rewatched it, I was like, okay, I see what you're talking. I'm about. like, I can see the actor like stilting <laughs> <laughs> his punches because he bought the block, and I'm like, all right, now take this, take that man off the scene, off the cam. But in this one, that Paris chase scene is probably like ten minutes. Wait, say that, say that again. In this one, that Paris, there the Paris chase scene where. Tom Clemente is chasing Tom Cruise. Oh, you said that is 10 minutes. That's like 10 minutes. So that's one that's it's, a big piece. It's pieces to it. It's like, all right. I don't, I, see? They, they, he get her out of jail. The CIA is hunting him down because they saying he going rogue because he's not going to get the keys up, whatever. Uh, and then she find them, like she hunting them down because she think they have the keys. Then And then so like it's a standoff with the police, the CIA, and then them two. And then she come out of nowhere and get to killing everybody. And then well, she chased them down. And then chasing, they had a sw- they switched cars in the movie. <laughs> I believe if she can keep me engaged, but I think I'm not a fan of long set pieces. But this one is a good Ever long since set piece. the pirates did it and they tried. To oh no, that, that where that felt you wrong. Know, this yeah, is that's a testament to this. It so don't that feel one, wrong. And then I will say that John Wick Four. Just thinking of that one as that was, you know, we talked about that already. So not even like I don't I can't think of a. See, I guess what's good about them they have a like. You know, like Osaka, but it's a lot of different set pieces within, within that. Yeah, that's like this. But the fight scenes specifically went long. For yeah, that movie. and that's the so. fight scenes weren't super long. I mean, there is a yeah. A you know, fight you kick somebody along. if you know how to fight. You know how to fight. Yeah, you they know, down. You, know, yeah. you keep it moving. <laughs> you <laughs> you know. knock them out. Keep it going. They this you one, know where to hit them to take them out. The the chase scene is like they you know they they running from <clears> from everybody and then she uh, Palm Clemente is chasing them down. They switch cars because they in a police car that get fucked up, and then he it's a joke with that. Like they do, like it get kind of meta. Um, it's like, oh, it's this Lamborghini, and then I'm like, oh no, that's not the the IMF card that they got for me. It's little. And what is IMF? Impossible Mission Force. Oh, impossible motherfuckers. <laughs> I like that. And the Vin Ray has Vin Rames ever said that? No. Hmm. Missed opportunity. Guns and butter. And you know, then it, it escalates from there, and then it's them getting chased through the city, and then it, it ends. But it don't feel long. And then there's a, a good the scene with the train is sweet too. Like once they actually get on the train. Oh, like shit, bullet train. Better than bullet train. Mm. Better than the entirety of bullet train. There's with a Brad the train Pritt, scene. I said Pritt. Brad Pitt and the daughter, the prince. Oh yeah, what a twist! That movie. 
It was a movie. Yeah. I'll take it because it was in August. But, you know, I, I give it. I and you had what Brian Tyree Henry still kick, still keeping himself going. And yeah. what's his face? Aaron Taylor Johnson. Yeah. Yes. You know, which is, that's wild. That movie had quite the cast. It did. This has quite the cast, but it's great. <laughs> and that's the thing. This has quite the cast. Because I was definitely thinking, about like, oh, you would think it'd be a bit better. But if you if you like any, it has Sandra Sandra Miller in it. It come up in the end of that movie. Yeah, we the previous episode. Yeah, go back and listen to that if you want to talk about bullets. See how we? Oh me? Yeah. <laughs> go back and talk to myself about it. Oh well, yeah, they had some good points. <laughs> we did talk about that. Yes, <laughs> but. If you like any of the other Mission Impossible movies, you'll definitely like this one. Like, it falls in line with the other ones. I feel they've been getting better and better. Except yeah. for two. One was good. Two was... It's, it's not even bad. It's, See, and, that, and that's why I wonder, like, so what is it that keeps it from fresh? feeling stale? Yeah. I don't know. What's I mean, because if you think about it, better? even the James Bond movies, they're different. Even though it's the same... Not the same premise. It's the same character. I mean, granted, they changed the actors. But... It's just a different mission. And so it's different elements to the mission. I don't know. See, but like, so the Fast and Furious though, like. I don't really, we've discussed that. They're not great movies. They're just movies that, they we just watch them because they come out. Yeah. (laughs) This is entertainment. Hell, you've seen Tom Cruise. And that's what I'm guessing. I'm wondering like. Tom Cruise is entertainment. It has good acting in it. Okay. There's good acting in it. Yes. We had Cherry Jones. Was she in this? No. Everybody has a oh, moment why, to shine. Why did we? Why was we talking about Cherry Jones? But everybody has a moment to shine in this movie. Either, yeah, I mean, even being like a main cast member and being on IMF, or even the villains. Like the I didn't talk about the, the main villain, but he was like ruthless. Like this, that I'm telling you, this movie is great. Has Samuel L. Jackson ever been involved? No. Why? I don't know. Well, like he kind of would fit in. Well, the movie started in 90, what, 6, 97? It was a one black maximum. Yeah. And it's Ving Rams. Well, then they had Angela Bassett recently, so I feel like they probably had to at least have reached out to him at some point. And I, he probably busy. So. He... Sam, we talked about this last week. Sam Jackson will not turn down a movie role. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he might have just been busy, though. Maybe, yeah, maybe. You know, Marvel keep him tied up. Do they? <laughs> <laughs> He complained that he wasn't in the Black Panther movie. He he like, I wasn't be, doing nothing. He didn't he <laughs> so be ready for so. at least a small appearance. No, because he was like, why wasn't I in Wakanda? But he, he like, literally just brought this up this year. Like, dog, like, that movie was 20, what, See, you know, and, that, and that's the reason I would think of it. I was like, you know, you would think 18? him and Angela Bassett would have conversed at some point, and you would think that she was like, oh, yeah, let's get Sam in here, too. You she know, ain't like, even in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> right, not in this one, but I mean, like, in the any of the others, you know. She was in the last movie, and she not in this one. She got a picture on the wall because of COVID. Uh, I don't know. Something happened with COVID, and she couldn't make it to the set. Oh. Uh, yeah, and they filmed this one and the next one back to back. So she's probably not, not the one. same thing that happened with Latisha Wright. Mm, no, it wasn't that. It was just oh. like COVID restrictions. She couldn't probably get out the country. Oh, know. yeah. I don't know. You got to have a COVID test two days. And also, days. she was filming Black Panther. Where was Sam? Oh, doing the Hitman's Bodyguard's Wife. Oh, <laughs> I've seen that trash. He won't say no to a movie. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. If he ain't busy, why not? All right, well, 
to wrap this up, this is the. I mean, because you can't really be losing much money as an actor to no. say yes to something, no. unless you're turning something down. Yeah. You know, unless it's so bad. Well, hell, even Holly Berry had Catwoman. I mean, I guess she yeah, still. She still if good. it's so bad, it hurts her career, which. You know, some people bounce back from that. Some, some people, people never yeah. do. Well, I think, and I think Sam Jackson is somebody who wouldn't be. So yeah, I've hurt. seen snakes on a plane. You ever yeah. seen uh, the movie with Eugene Levy, Formula Fifty One, where he wear a kilt and got these ridiculous no. fake uh, braids in his I head? I saw him meeting. Oh, I've seen. <laughs> wait, I've seen him with some fake braids. I feel like it might have been in something else though. That was Formula Fifty One. Oh, but I seen meeting evil. No, oh, that one wasn't good either. Sam Jackson. I enjoyed the book. I love Sam Jackson, but sometimes he need to say no. Yeah. Why? He ain't he ain't busy. He want to have some fun. <laughs> yeah. And you get free lunch. <laughs> sure. <laughs> you get flued out. <laughs> right. Yeah. Why not? Oh man. Yeah. But take me to Jersey, <laughs> wherever you shoot. To bring this back around, this is a great time at the movies. I thought John Wick was going to be like the highlight of the year. It's still good. But to me, I had more fun with this than John Wick. Yeah. And this is, you know, John Wick is rated R and, you know, show all the blood and guts and headshots you want. This one is just a great, great story. And neck shots. Yes. Yes. Well, that's good. Yeah. And John Wick missed the, you know, they had a few other things, you know, the Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah. I mean, that they could have really delved into. And this they dude too. It, they could have showed more Ving Rhames. And they oh show, yeah, yeah, more Rebecca Ferguson. But again, well, she was busy doing Silo. Part one, true. And again, this is part one of two. So who's to say what? What? Yeah, next? what's been saved for the finale? But again, this, this is a complete movie. You know. So if you like, well, I'll just wait till part two nah. of this story at least. This is the best movie I've seen this year. I'm trying to think what else come out for the rest of you. I don't think nothing's gonna top this for me. Yeah. We have Blue Beetle. Blue, get the fuck out of here. All right. Well, that's it, folks. I'm we out. Like it. I mean, he he was kicking ass in Cobra Kai. He yeah. got you to love that. I, yeah, I do love Cobra Kai. Yeah. I don't love that them two trailers for Blue Beetle. I tell you well, that. Yeah. I don't love DC. I tell you that. Well. You go see it and tell me how it was. That Barney movie. So that's supposed that's to be coming out this year. Oh, and then probably Columbia. not next year because there's they're on strike. That's, oh yeah, ain't no movies next year. It's a wrap. If it ain't done right now, true, it ain't it ain't coming out. So I guess we got yeah, Barbie, Oppenheimer, Oppenheimer. um, whatever Netflix been hiding, <laughs> holding. Oh, I know in. you've been looking forward to go see the, the Aaron Taylor Johnson movie, uh, Craven the Hunter. I know you looking no. forward to see Kick that. Kick Ass Three, yes. Uh, well, I would love to see that. Jim Carrey already did, so he ain't coming back. Nope. But your boy though coming back, Equalizer Three. Oh yeah, he, he and that movie was completed. It was. Look at him. He know how to get get his work done, mm-hmm. turned in, <laughs> turn that assignment in. I mean, that's Doom Part Two, but I'm, I'm, I'm. Oh yeah. I wonder how that's gonna go without them being able to do no, you know, promotion or nothing for that movie. How big that's supposed to be? I'm gonna put it down right here. I don't think there's going to be anything that I see for the rest of the year that's going to be better than this for me. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I thought Spider-Verse was, you know, Spider-Verse is still great. And so there's been some good movies. Been a lot of, eh. I really enjoyed Missing. And that was, That eh. was January. That was, but, eh. When yeah. I saw it, I saw it on Netflix, but it, it was, it was cool. But that, yeah, that was one of the best movie. movies you saw this year? I think so. It was a movie that I really enjoyed. I saw it. Yeah. You should see more movies. 
Um, no, I've seen plenty of movies. <laughs> trust me. I've seen probably just as many as you. I doubt it. This year. This year? If not more. Did you see both uh, Edges of the Sword? What the hell In is that? Theaters? Yeah, exactly. What was that? A, a Naruto Expand movie? Expand Horizon. What is that? What is that? Not a Naruto. What is that? Uh, it's a foreign film. Jujutsu Kaisen? What is that? Oh. It's a French film. Oh, have you seen Parasite? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I just want to find some common ground. <laughs> Wait, what? I just want to find some common You seen Roma? Yes. Good. You Turkish. should. No, that was not a no, Turkish film. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, see, I, I, I'm cultured. Oh, okay. Well, I'm just saying, I've seen plenty of films. Me too. I think I'm pissing the point of that. Yeah, you or you? Yeah, I don't know. You brought it. To, well, you I told me to see more movies. I'm telling you, I've seen. Well, if you're saying that missing was, I've seen missing as well. And that, yeah, and it was a movie. It was a good movie I saw this year. I enjoyed that movie. The mom and the daughter relationship in that movie was nice. I don't want to spoil that movie, but what relationship? Well, how the daughter was like basically pissed off at the mom like a teenager, and then it was like, oh, you know, my mom actually. Do like, it was basically like the Insidious. In the words of South Park. So well, I mean, anybody could have did most things that you see today. No, I know. But I like how it was, and it was Neil Long. I mean, it was it was it was. Was it? Because I mean, was... I barely saw her in the movie. Well, she was missing. <laughs> <laughs> was it? Spoiler alert for missing. It's on Netflix. Check it out or don't. It's all right. She was missing. <laughs> You've seen the title of the movie. Yeah, well, you know, you I also saw the much movie. more, and it had Witch's face. Yes, well, this is face. <laughs> I'm not gonna help you with that one. <laughs> What's his face? What is it? In the movie, his name is Kevin Lynn. Well, what is his real name? No, I don't need to know the that. The audience would like to know. Oh, well, write us at the email S H W I podcast at gmail.com. Also, follow us on Twitter, how was underscore it. Also, follow us on threads, how was it podcast, and Instagram at how was it podcast. But no, honestly, because I like I told you, I rewatched that movie just recently. What is it? Decent. July, and I saw it in January. And I, after I rewatched it, I'm like, oh, okay. And it still had like you know some parts that I was like, oh, I forgot just because the mystery was so like well wrapped. Honestly, you know. Yeah, it, it do got some good moving parts in it. So but that I wouldn't. Say I'm not saying I didn't say it was like the best movie of the year. Well, but you say like, oh, that was one of my favorites. Yeah, it is. Okay, 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 okay. It's okay. It's okay. Jeez. I know it's okay. <sighs> All right. Well, maybe next week we'll do a, our top five of the year. So, so far. far. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Maybe we'll, we'll discuss this next week. All right. Thanks for tuning in. We are out.